0: Hello, (coughs) this is Audio Art Hole 26. I've just realised the time. It's um, coming up to quarter to six and um, I'm waiting for the man, as as it were, the doctor. The doctor's coming (coughs) to give the the strong painkillers. I think that's the euphemism. I'm just... Hoping I don't want to dip in and uh, sample those uh, particular (laughs) painkillers. Oh dear. Well, this is is tough, but it's, yes, it's not a tragedy. It's a, a natural process. And, God, lucky that there are still doctors who come out on the NHS. Just, oh, it's barely possible anymore but i keep thinking of of times you know times past and heroin you know being such an alluring sounding um substance always to me i blame the velvet underground hmm <laughs> anyway i think of my mother and um my sister-in-law my mother then aged but my age now late 50s going out to Get heroin for our friend Imri when he was dying. And they went to Piccadilly Circus at about midnight, and the boots there, presumed 24 hours, was actually closed. And uh, my mother, apparently, my sister in law told me, asked a policeman, Could you help me? I'm trying to get heroin for my friend. And he said, Excuse me, madam. I'm in the middle of arresting someone. And apparently then my mother said, Well, officer, when you've done your duty, could you help me? Because I have to get this heroin very urgently. Anyway, my sister-in-law said it was a very hilarious scene because as they were waiting for the arrest, they were um, approached, mistaken for women of the night, which, uh, yes, if you hear, have heard anything about my mother, you'll probably realise she was about as far from a woman of the night as it could possibly be, or she could possibly be. <laughs> anyway, in the end, it was me who signed for the that particular prescription at a pharmacy called Bliss. I think it was in Wilsdon. Oh, so, anyway, yes, this is not a tragedy. My mother's actually, in fact, almost humorous about this time. We read her a letter from a wonderful avant-garde composer called Wendy Chambers, who was the daughter of scientists that my father knew. And the letter began thanking my mother for her kindness you know, in the voice of Wendy your kindness to me when my parents died and my mother oh god they haven't they're not dead are they I didn't know they were still and it was as if they were still dead they didn't tell me she said and I laughed, and she laughed. Anyway, yes, what a time. And what an anniversary of a real tragedy. I think of Abafan and how, as an eight-year-old, we were told of the disaster as if it was a natural disaster, as if it was unavoidable. And only later, realising how totally avoidable it was, how the headmistress who died in the... In the disaster, had actually, along with many of the parents, lobbied the council, written letters, asked for that tip to be investigated. It was showing many signs of instability and indeed of a disaster waiting to happen. And it did happen, and it was such cruel timing. It was, you know, the children had just come in from play, and we all heard that, but we never heard that it was avoidable. I think of all the many voices of people trying to warn of impending disaster and how easily silenced they are. And this idea of having a voice, you know, famous people thinking, well, at least I have a voice, I can speak up, being attacked, being sort of punished with a rhetoric of of real cynicism, being accused of being naive. Well, how naive is love? I mean, what is this anger at compassion? Ah, oh, anyway I can't really find a way to be very uplifting with this. I was thinking of that old title, I think from the 60s Britannia Waves the Rules and somebody amending it to Brexitania Waves the Rules. Ah, Yes, well, what a place to be. My recent time in Libyana was extraordinary because in the City of Women, the festival, which was actually dedicated to Chantal Ackerman this year, there were so many works that risked a lot by being very direct and very clear in in terms of compassion and a party there which was just wonderful with refugees assimilated by these extraordinary women cooking food and yeah just learning how to forage. I met a woman who'd collected eight kilos of chestnuts in three hours, wild asparagus, mushrooms and Uh, it seemed like a very good way to be an artist and not dependent on money or really not at all. Anyway, I'm running out of time and all I can think of is future generations having, if there are, (laughs) not if there are any, well, Yes, imagining survival. Is Bob Dylan a poet or not? Discuss. (laughs) Now I can hear the doorbell. The man is here. Bye for now. Thanks for listening.